podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, how are you doing? This is Mick Tully for the World of Martial Arts Television. Uh, and today, I'd like to welcome Mr. Matt State. How are you doing, Matt? Hi, Mick. Uh, nice to talk to you at last. So it's great to finally catch up. When I first found out about what your, uh, your, your upcoming endeavour is all about, uh, it got me because two reasons. First of all, it was a shift from what a usual martial arts expo is. And secondly, uh, I think, which you, you will appreciate, Matt, it harked back to the days where I used to do karate, where we'd go for a summer camp, uh, where it was sleeping in a van or sleeping in a tent, getting up in the morning, training, the whole camaraderie and everything else. But you're doing it on a bigger scale. So can you tell me about this upcoming festival? Um, it's the Festival of Martial Arts is basically the title, so exactly what it says on the tin. Um, the idea is to take a music festival vibe of which I've been in and around many during the years working, all that sort of thing, um, and to bring that to the martial arts world. Because as you rightly say, there's, there's lots of conference style events, there's lots of expo style events. And I just felt that wouldn't it be great to take those summer camps of old um, that we that we used to do like that, bring that together and, and make that accessible for all types of styles and organizations. So essentially we want the, the vibe of a music festival. We want the fun of a camp without the 5 a.m. torture runs and that sort of thing. You know? So, uh, well, of course that's, if you fancy that we can accommodate you, but um, it's not compulsory. Is this open just for martial artists or is it like newbies or? What, what, who are you aiming at? Um, well, first and foremost, uh, we, we thought of this as an idea as a family friendly environment because um, so not to do anyone else down, but um, quite often when people talk about family friendly, there's not really that actual much for the kids to do. Um, and also the other criticism that I heard quite a lot was that for people that aren't actually training, again, there's really not that much for people to do. And so I thought, well, you know, I want this to be a genuine family experience. I want people to be able to bring the family, whether they train or not. So, you know, we've got fitness stuff going on. We've got activities going on. We've got music. We've got talks. We've got workshops. Um, we've even got some absolutely crazy, strange Cossack a medieval contraption, or it looks that way at least, that's um, supposed to be very, very good in a chiropractic manner for, you know, straightening out your aches and pains. Um, you know, we've even got one of those coming along. So there's basically, if you're, if you're training, fantastic, there's loads and loads to do. If you're not training, there's still all kinds of workshops in the marketplace and talks that you can get involved with and the fitness things and everything, bushcraft, survival. Um, we've got um, actual real medieval, not, re not real medieval knights, obviously they'd be too old, but people that, that do that. Um, and so you can try on the armor, have a go at that. We've got um, uh, lots and lots of things for the kids to do. So if the kids aren't into martial arts, they can still have a great time. We're on a seven acre wonderful site in Somerset that's enclosed so they can run around barefoot, ignore the mobile phone for a weekend and actually, you know, indulge themselves in some outside activities, which is it's got to be a positive for everyone, isn't it? So so essentially, yeah, there's lots and lots to do. If you're not into martial arts, that's fine. You know, we'll all think you're weird, but that's OK. You're still welcome. But you, you've hit on something there because that's one of the things I've always had with my wife because, um, you know, she's not into martial arts in any way, shape or form. Uh, and I've traveled all around the world, gone to all of these really cool countries, you know, with like, like the MKG martial arts 
and we like you know last year i was supposed to go to hawaii and this is when i realized that i was actually getting old or maybe i was just getting actually a little bit uh compassionate and understanding about my wife because i was going i don't really want to go somewhere and spend six hours a day training in a hall which will be in hawaii but i could be in like tottenham because I'm just inside training. And then my wife's like, well, if we go out to dinner, we're going to be talking about martial arts all night as well. And we're going to have to hang around with all your weird, sweaty. And then, and, and it's bizarre because you go there and it's nine, nine times out of 10, it's partners who are like, well, yeah, I'm not into it either. So my wife's met a couple of my friends and they're like, but the only reason they've got together is because they've got this shared, I don't want to say disdain, but this very, very mm. grudging acceptance they married a weirdo and like they're 35 years in and he hasn't grown out of rolling around the floor in his pajamas with his mates. But it, it, it was really, really cool that you said that because um, as you were saying it, like the old synapses were firing away and I'm thinking it's almost limiting when you say it's a martial arts camp then because it, it's, it's so much more than that. Why did, why did you, did you see the gap in the market or, had you just gone to a couple of camps and think, well, I'd rather have this or how did, where, where, where was the genesis of this camp? Um, well, just before I answer that question, I'd also like to say that, because I forgot just a moment ago, that we're about 30 minutes away from Bath. So, you know, if people really don't want to get involved, there's fantastic shopping opportunities, historic towns and all sorts to look at. So, um, you, you know, you can literally drop them off and go and explore the area. It's a wonderful part of the world. Um, so I used to do summer camps with my with my uh, my club, and obviously I've been involved with summer camps through the years that other people had set up. And so it was always a relatively small affair for the club itself, and we'd have a great time. And and the real power in that it wasn't necessarily in the set sessions because I'd always invited other instructors in. We'd always have multidiscipline stuff because I'm a great believer in uh, exposing my students to you know whatever we can we can find. I think that's a great thing to do. Um, but the real power in it was actually the chats around the campfire, the impromptu mini training sessions where somebody would say something and somebody else would be like, oh, what about this idea? And then before you know what's going on, you've got these little enclaves of people all doing their own thing, having a great time. And um, and, and that was was sort of the impetus initially, because I thought, actually, you know, what a great thing to be able to do. And then as we moved on, I was actually going to look at this event space for a, a single one day event that was going to be much, much smaller. And I got there and it was just so incredible. It was it was a really awesome place. And so I thought for a moment, oh, this this would make a fantastic place for a festival that's been in my head for years, and never really activated it. So I, I spoke to the owner and, and I said, well, what's the figure for all of it? The whole thing for the entire weekend, what's it going to cost? Um, he gave me a number. I had a little wobble. And then I thought, you know what? There's there's a reason for this. There's a reason why I'm here. You know, I haven't, I've come to this space. It's absolutely perfect. I can't now ignore fate, kismet, whatever you want to call it. I can't ignore the fact that it's been put in front of me. So, um, yeah, so I booked it and here we are. So tell us who's going like. Martial arts wise, you know, styles, like who have you got, who have you got coming up? The list is just ever growing. There's, we've got so much going on. So every, uh, most arts, I can't say every art, cause obviously there's, there's way more than that, but um, all of the, all of the usual arts that you can think of. So all of the ones that, you know, that, that, that come to your, uh, that come front of center, 
when you talk about those. But then there's all sorts of other things as, as well on top of that. Um, I'm trying to think of a list now. There's things like Glimmer, which is the Viking martial arts. There's um, there, there's all kinds of um, Filipino martial arts of all different systems. We've got Bartistu with um, uh, Tommy's coming to do some of that, 52 blocks, um, a lot of Kempo stuff going on. Um, I've got a little list in front of me that I'm sort of that's there's kind of up there on the screen just out of uh, just because it's there, not not because I set that up on purpose. So there's a whole list of different things. I mentioned the knights earlier on, the um, the full contact medieval people, which are which are bonkers and great all at the same time. So there's that as well. There's all kinds of grappling. We've got some really good quality BJJ coming, plus some catch, um, some some really solid you know, historical figures. I'm, Lee, Lee will probably kill me for saying that. Um, but people like Lee Hasdall, who's one of the absolute pioneers of the British MMA scene and paved ah. the way for everyone to come, you know. So so there's a real good mix of, of all kinds of different people and all kinds of different styles. So again, I, I like to think that whatever your flavor of martial arts is, not only is there going to be something you can get involved with and enjoy that's familiar, but you can also have a go at something that's completely different and hopefully take something from it to bolt onto what you do. I mean, that's uh, without being um, contentious or trying to be argumentative because I really don't want to do that. But one of the things that I, I find challenging is if I go to a multidiscipline event and an instructor comes on the mat, does their bit, but then doesn't engage with anybody else or any of the other instructors, that sort of grinds my gears a little bit. Um, so working really hard to make sure that that's not the case for the festival. You know, I want uh, one of the one of the ethos of what we're doing is that everybody's coming with an open mind. Everyone's getting involved and nobody is better than anyone else. You know, and of course, we can have differences. Of course, we can have conversations around that. But whatever it is you do, it doesn't hold all the answers. That's all there is to it. As we spoke about this, it seems like it's going to be a more sort of organic uh, uh, experience. I know that makes me sound woo-woo, but you know where you're trying to create something where we're all going to come together. Like, do you actually do you actually think that the prolonged amount of time together is going to help you know create that culture? I certainly hope so. Yes, that was always the vision. Um, you know, the, the very first time that I sort of thought about this as an idea, it was always thought about as something that hopefully is going to become embedded on the landscape. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So if you think about Senai years ago, um, you know, that was a that was a big event. Lots of people went, lots of people talk about it to this day, even people that have never been to Senai, they talk about it. So I think I would love it if it became that. And that's certainly the intention. And we're doing everything we can to make that happen i mean what we what we you know what we really really want is um, you know when people say about um during lockdown if i can mention that and people talked about missing those chats around the water cooler in the office it's essentially yeah. that it's that it's it's that organic conversation it, it's it's that ideas that are embryonic that people can just bounce off one another and it's what i like to call the ant and deck effect so you know if you think about ant and deck and you think about them individually let's be honest they probably wouldn't be stars but together whatever that is there's something that makes them more than the sum of their parts and that's the magic and that is exactly what i want the festival to do well, you, you hit on something there because that is the symbiotic nature of martial arts. First of mm. all, if you take Kata out of the equation, every other martial art, you need to have at least one other human being with you. And again, as you were saying about lockdown, all we were talking about was, you know, I don't know about you, but I taught a load of classes 
like remotely via Zoom. And I was quite lucky because all I did was teach Carly. And all we did was a load of AMRAs, load of real just one, you know, training that you could do on your own. Mm. But it, it, it was really funny, as you mentioned, Senny, because it's something that's got me. And I, like, I would like your thoughts on this. For years, you had like, you know, you had Senny. Uh, I don't know if we should mention it, but we had the combat show a couple of times, which... Mm. Uh, the only the only good thing about that was I saw lots of disappointed faces coming out. This guy's like, Where, "Where's George St Pierre? He was on the poster." And I was like, "Come on, mate, it's a combat show. Who's never going to be here? More chance of Bruce Lee showing up for that one." But the thing the thing that got me is after Senny, it dropped off. But more people do martial arts than watch UFC. But you can get it. You can get a big exhibition about UFC, but then. How did we lose the martial arts show thing where people went to the NEC, you know, they went to big venues, like, you know, we went to the Excel Centre. Yeah, you know, I taught on all of those places. And I've thought for years, those people haven't disappeared. You know, they just need someone to bring it all together. So do you was that in the back of your head that you knew that these people were still out there and needed to get together? Or did you just think, like, like feel the dreams time? If I build it, they will come. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm forever being told by those around me that uh, I tend to have these ridiculous ideas without thinking them through, uh, and that's a fault and a blessing all at the same time. So there's very much an element of that in the sense that, well, this is a great idea without any thought process as to how the infrastructure of that is going to look or the hard work involved or the you know, all the things that come with it, right? No thought to that. But then secondly, obviously, there's the real problem that uh, getting any kind of coherence in the martial arts world is like herding cats um and we 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 all know with you know i'm going to say it with a smile on my face because i don't mean it you know but we all know that we as martial arts people where we we can be quite egotistical we can be a little bit pompous sometimes and sometimes just a tad self-important and so you know for the first thing that needs to be done is we all need to sort of just accept the fact that um we're all human we we all bring great skills to the table and we've all got something to offer and once we get to that point well then we can start having a conversation and that's really where we're at with this is the idea is that um and it's working by the way surprisingly um the idea of this was that if i put out the concept of this and i make it really really clear what i want the culture to be like the right people will feel that and come towards you know that energy that vibration however you call it right you know that that will encourage the right people and to use a sales term you know disqualify those that that aren't going to be a good fit and that actually seems to be doing its thing for the most part which is which is great we've got some fantastic people involved and um and and i hope that once once we get the first one out of the way, because as with anything the first time, there's always those sort of watchers over the wall, you know, we're just going to hang back and see what they do. Um, so once we get this first one out of the way, I can't see any reason why this shouldn't just keep on growing and become more and more spectacular as it goes along. We've already had a number of really good people come forward and say, look, I can't do this year. I'm really sorry, but we, we really, really want to be involved next year. Um, I can't go naming names, but some really big people you know the kind of people that make you think Ooh, you know i've spent many many years watching this person from afar and here i am talking to them on the phone crazy yeah it, it's funny you said that it, uh the line that you came out with is a really good line from my uh, good friend john will john will always says the same thing he said 
you have to be very careful. You have to, because you create and curate the culture. Mm. And he goes, and then after about, like he says in jujitsu, it normally takes maybe two to three months, right? So you don't have that in a festival. But he says two to three months, it becomes self-policing, self-regulating. And it's that thing where I, I really like what you said about the disqualifying because it's you see it all the time in jujitsu. Uh, you see it all the time, and not just in jujitsu. You see it all the time in martial arts where you see guys walk in and you go, mate, yeah, square pegging around the whole time, mate. And uh, and you can see them going, yeah, but I'm a really good square pegging. Yeah, yeah, I've only got round holes here today, mate. Sorry, you're gonna have to, uh, yeah, yeah, shave a few of those edges off. No, so uh, now, Matt, to get involved in this, to be able to go there. Yeah, what's the links? How do they get? How do people get in contact with you? Um, well, all the usual channels if they want to contact me. So, uh, yeah, Facebook and all the rest of it. Uh, just put Matt Stay in. That's fine. If the uh, if you want to go to the website itself, it's www.fomauk.com. So that's FOMA Festival of Martial Arts UK.com. And on there is a growing list of instructors, which we're putting up as quickly as we can. There's a lot of them. Uh, and obviously all the booking stuff. There's a lot of frequently asked questions there as well, which tells you about it. So it gives you a much better overview of the event itself. So there's lots of good stuff on there. There's the um, event page itself on Facebook as well. More than welcome to join onto that. You can ask any questions through there. So there's lots of ways to contact us ourselves. And um, and yeah, the, the, again, it's one of those where because this is a first time, because this is new, because this is an idea that's manifesting as we speak, you know, it's, it's ever changing. Um, we actually really want that interaction because we want to make it as good as we can for everybody that's involved. So the more people engage and the more people say, you know, what they think would make it great, the better it is for us. And obviously, um, I haven't said it as yet, but it goes without saying, you are more than welcome at the festival, my friend. If you want to be involved in any way, of course, open invitation. I would be, be honoured to. Oh, fantastic. And I'll, I'll teach whatever you want. Uh, I'll bring beer down with. We'll have a bit of a laugh. Uh, if Will Henshaw's mobile might do yeah. some film, well... Podcast Network.